so um i got someone sent a copywriting firm sent me something last week oh yeah it's this questionnaire and one of the question one of the questions was if um if you could be a breed of dog what kind of dog would you be and yeah. why and <laughs> that seems like an odd question yeah and like truth be told i am not a dog person well you took care of susu right who's a cat who's a but, cat yeah but i know i had to consult some dog people mm-hmm. think of some cool traits of why like <laughs> I, I would be like a dog that would be good at doing copywriting mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it honestly took me at least an hour to like put this together because i'm just like well you know i really want to impress the these people with like these questions and there were other questions too like what's your ideal office environment and mm-hmm. like okay like so and it was like yeah last two nights ago like at 10 o'clock at night, I got an email. Um, we decided to move forward. And I'm like, this is the same people who told asked me what kind of job, like what kind of dog I would be. Mm-hmm. So against my better judgment, because I, I knew because of the questionnaire, I didn't really want to work for this company anyway. Mm-hmm. And I knew I wasn't going to get an interview. So like I got nothing to lose. I just wrote back and said, so Thank you for letting me know um, for future opportunities what kind of dog should I have been, like a Scotch <laughs> Terrier. <laughs> and I have yet to receive a response to that email. That seems, uh, I don't know. Uh, Clearly, they have no sense of humor. Yeah. I, I, I think that uh, a beagle is a fine, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's tenacious, it's, it's loyal. Know, exactly. Yeah. So. And it's Snoopy. Yeah. See, that's that's immediately why I thought of this Snoopy. He's mm-hmm. he's cool. It's, he's the coolest. He's Joe Cool. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's the coolest. So that's that was my latest <laughs> stupid thing in <laughs> job hunting. And then it's, I mean, it's good because I it's frustrating. It's good that I'm finding this thing, things about employers, but it's also frustrating because. Dang it, I want a job. <laughs> so fork buddies. Yeah. Hook Jason up. Hook a, hook a fella up. Hook hook but, a f- hook up a fork buddy. Give a fork buddy the hookup. Yeah, but um Chris Ayers connected me with a couple people. Oh nice. And uh so thank you, Chris. Um and um Phoenix magazine is stirring a blog or reactivating a blog. Nice. That I'm gonna be writing for a little bit. So opportunities are coming in the freelance. Sweet. World. Awesome, so, and uh, I <laughs> I wrote about Ozzy Osbourne postponing his tour this morning. Oh yeah, yeah. What so, did he postpone it for? Um, apparently, he had pneumonia and he fell and oh. reaggravated some injuries he had about sixteen years ago when he has eight an ATV accident. Oh, okay. So he's under a doctor's care. Apparently, he'll make a full recovery. Oh, that's good. But, um, Sharon, Sharon, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that, 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 uh, <laughs> he train with your paws? <laughs> I, 
I do love Ozzy Osbourne, though. Yeah. I, Who doesn't? Uh, <laughs> my dad. <laughs> oh, well, he likes Barry Manilow, though. Right. So, uh, Welcome to What the Fork. What the Fork? fork. Buddies. What the Fork? What? Have... what the Fork? I haven't seen this man's face in two weeks. It's been a while. You've yes. seen more of my cat. Yes. Uh, which, thank you for watching her. By the way, she had nothing but nice things to say about you. <laughs> yeah. So. They had to go... <laughs> <laughs> yeah since i got back she has uh basically just stayed glued to me the entire time oh yeah little susu yeah not very cat like susu that's yeah. more of a dog thing yeah but um but that's okay i did not get bit once oh hey so but i'm expecting to uh she's like well now i have my original source of food back so you better watch out yeah. <laughs> I don't have to be nice to you anymore. You're not scooping the food. <laughs> um, it's back to normal. But I'm Jared. I'm Jason. Uh, and yeah, so here's the, this. We're into it. But it's it's a apparently a transition back into the transitions for us because uh, uh, of all all of the time since the last recording we crammed so many episodes together and they got they got super tight and short oh my god us they got to like the hour length and <laughs> and now this is i guarantee this will be a rambly episode this is gonna be like three hours <laughs> it's gonna be a rambler folks yeah so for years um, you were like oh good they got they got it together they, they got, got it shit. together or for those of you who were like man i wished it i you know i liked it better when they were when they were loose and 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 tangential well we're back yep <laughs> um <laughs> i see you're uh, you're wearing your elvis costello shirt uh I am again it was handy it was clean i just interviewed uh <laughs> I interviewed the guy who uh, it's going to go up next week, um, but who runs the Phoenix Puppet Theater? Oh, uh, the all puppet players! Oh my gosh, he's a trip. He was awesome. Um, um, did you ask him about their Die Hard thing that they do around Christmas? He said they're going to keep doing it because it's super popular, and so mm-hmm. this year we're going to go. And I'm yes. hoping I'm hoping to see uh, Fistful of Puppets, which is their next show. Oh, okay. I want um. Because they write about a lot of their stuff for the event calendar. Oh, yeah. And I've always wanted to go to a show, but they, you know, got, got kids. and Yeah. No, so so Fistful of... Uh, free plug for them, I guess. Uh, Fistful of Puppets is running all through April. So I'm going to try to get out to at least one showing of it. But I, the one thing I do want to see is their... They're uh, diehard. Die hard. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They do some really cool stuff. So, uh, but no, I, I happen to be wearing this shirt sitting underneath the Elvis Costello poster, and and he gave me shit about it, and uh, yeah. and then he saw the Elvis Costello sheet music book, and I had to defend myself. I'm like, dude, there's some Dylan in there. There's some Tom Waits. There's there's other stuff. But I, why I did realize. you have to defend yourself? Was he like, God, this guy, this guy's got taste? Uh well no 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 I f- I felt like I had to be because I was being painted as an obsessive and I'm like no I just like Elvis Costello <laughs> I'm not you know I realize that I also have black glasses and and uh, anyway yeah um I I mean that's part of your charms that you are an obsessive I am a little bit but not just with I try I was trying to I, I it was that my defense I, I my defense is that I'm not just obsessive about Elvis I'm also obsessive about a lot of other things um, <laughs> I'm I'm very happy and yet slightly miffed that 
he's touring with Blondie. I wasn't kidding about Temecula, man. I mean, I'm not kidding it's, either. It's on a Saturday, I think, or a Sunday mm. or something like that. So mm. a quick road trip, you know, drive out there. I think it's like a five, six hour drive. Yep. Drive out there, see the show, come back. Because uh, seeing that him and Blondie, like it might cut a little bit my current, uh, my, my current, uh, you know, little little tiff that I'm having in my head with him for canceling his show. Yeah. Um, it's, um, if it wasn't, for Blondie, I'd be kind of, I'd be more miffed, but I'm, yeah. I'm happy it's Blondie. Blondie. I saw them for about 20 minutes at a state fair. Oh, wow. And it got canceled due to inclement weather. Which oh, so they started playing and then- They started playing and then like it was thunder and lightning and- Oh. Wisely, they- They decided to kill the outdoor show. Yeah. So, because it was a state fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's so I've been meaning to, uh, we got our money back, thank God, but, um, I've yeah, it would be to, cool to see all of them together. Yeah. Cause I, um, as I've stated many times, probably over social media and to anyone who will listen, I think they are the authors of one of the few perfect songs on the planet. Uh, if you're wondering what that is, that is hard class. Okay. I was going to guess that one actually. Yeah, that I, it's one of the few that I think are just perfect. They kind of. I mean, thirty. It's a kind of a disco song, but mm-hmm. even like was it forty years later, like it still sounds like. Yeah, it's a great song, and um, no disputing that. And uh, there's something about just those mm, that she does in, mm-hmm. in the bridge. And, oh yeah, so, yeah, and that bass line, and just oh, I just they were the shit. They are. They still are. Yeah, they still are. They're really sound like two years ago, and it was. I heard that that, that, that most recent album was really good. I didn't like listen to that. Yeah, it's yeah, really good. I heard it was good. I was surprised because, I mean, they never. It could have been just something, just to do something, but it's actually really solid. So. There are a ton of amazing shows coming up here, though. Too. I mean, I I got obviously I got to see one of them already. I went yeah. to see Robin Hitchcock. Well, Coachella night. week's coming. Coachella, yeah. Because yeah. it's the um, it's the in between. Exactly. Yeah, it's the uh, we've got a, a week between uh, between sets, so we'll go play Phoenix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, the Robin Hitchcock show was amazing. I'm glad I went to that. I almost didn't go, but I was like, I'm going. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just, it was amazing. If I, I had, if I had, if I, it kind of caught me you know snuck up on me at the last minute yeah it snuck up on a lot of people yeah uh, i think it snuck up on ed too <laughs> it did yeah so i i saw his his tweet about um he found out about it the day of the show like, yeah be there and um i just was like oh, that could be something cool to go to because and then like you went and do you know kate brennan uh, i don't i think we follow each other on twitter now actually yeah um she went took some lovely pictures yeah um and I just was like, oh, I should have gone there. I could have, been, could have met Kate. Well, and there was no, there was no opener. It was just two sets of Robin. So he did a, he did a set, mm-hmm. and then um, 
then took a brief intermission and then came back and did another set and he started on the piano and it was fantastic. Like I've never, I, I've seen him many, many times over the last 20 years and I've never seen him at a show where he played piano. Was it like the Steinway that they, it's a Steinway yeah. I think they have. Yeah. Well, they had it there the last time he played the Mim also, but he, he just put a pumpkin on it. He decided not to play it. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, but, and then Emma Swift was there with him too. And she, um, she has just an incredible fucking voice and they covered just like a woman mm-hmm. and it's one of the best things like the most beautiful renditions of that song the most beautiful renditions of any song that i've ever heard mm-hmm. did did you ask him if he was a fork buddy yeah of course i didn't because i i you know even though i've talked to him even though uh, do you, you recognize know, you he didn't but emma swift did Oh, and so because and she, I had actually just sent them like a quick message saying, "Hey, do you guys want to be on the podcast again?" And specifically to her because she hadn't been on last time, mm-hmm. uh, if they wanted to be on an engagement. And she actually texted me from, uh, or not texted me, but emailed me from backstage and said, oh, "I'm so sorry, we just couldn't do it this time, but we'll do it next time." And mm-hmm. she was really nice. I talked to her for a little while after the show. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Yep. Oh. But I've met Robin a whole bunch of times. But how do you, I mean, I don't expect, I, I still, I have that complex where on the one side, I'm like, maybe he'll recognize me from having a cool conversation. And then the other part is like, he's a legend and has been touring for, you know, 40, 50 years or whatever it is now. I, that's probably too long. It's probably about, I don't know. Well, Soft Boys was late 70s. Yeah. So, so actually, yeah, it's 40 years. And, uh, and how, you know, even, even if we've talked, sat down and talked for an hour, you know, how, uh, you're, you're very close to stepping on Susan's oh. tail. She's like, I, I saw you put your foot down and she turned her head like, whoa. Sorry. Um, and, but anyway, uh. All the goodwill. Gone. Gone. Just gone. She's like, oh yeah, it's on now. Um. But yeah, I, I just I don't expect people to remember me. So yeah. in fact, I still I still have to like text Nels or something because he he was like, <laughs> He's keep be in like, touch. Who? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I'm gonna I'm who gonna is feel this? Like, wrong number, oh, wrong number. <laughs> like, hey, hey Nels, remember that that uh, you know that awkward Jewish guy who uh, who <laughs> interviewed you and talked about jazz? <laughs> He'll be like, who? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he'll be like, "Which one?" Oh, um, <laughs> Jerick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm just putting myself down. I'm in that kind of mood though, so let's move along yeah. because uh, it's going to be a. I'm in the mood for a self tear down here. So, <laughs> you ready for a train trip into hell? Yes. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yep. Let's get this into is the, the episode show. for you. All right get our good place on but to that point i think the robin hitchcock really would enjoy the good place i think so too you know yeah no i think he would get a kick out of it he's a big fan of trains for one. Oh well there you go <laughs> my son of the head off great <laughs> oh and fuck you for that photo man <laughs> with the face of thomas on the oh, no. kid oh. yeah it's fine I got it right here. It's just that now that we're actually on the train heading to Bad Place headquarters, this plan is starting to feel slightly, completely insane. <laughs> this is the only way to get to the judge? I'm afraid so, yes. See, the judge exists in a sort of neutral zone, separate from the good place and the bad place. There's the, the neutral zone there, again. again. The judge's quarters, the accounting department, and the Janet warehouse. 
No, there's also an IHOP. Don't! Oh, I'm going to order the Rudy Tooty Fresh and Fruity. No, sorry. Uh, in this realm, IHOP stands for interdimensional whole of pancakes. You don't really eat these pancakes. It's more like they eat you. Okay, I'll get eggs then. <laughs> Do you think IHOP had to... Which is smack dab in the middle of... That's the second IHOP reference. Do you think they pay for that? Uh, you know what? I don't know if it's free publicity or not. It, I, I, well, they have to clear it. Like oh, I think whenever they do anything, but they're also might... so. Is it like? But is it like John Stewart's hate for Arby's? Well, you know where I, they probably were just like, "Ha, oh, this is great for us because we're getting mentioned a lot, but also they're not being kind to our brand." I think in Stewart's case, it's technically um, satire. Yeah, so okay, it's protecting your free speech. But I think um, in this case, I mean, it still could be considered satire. Because it's yeah, because it's the international hole of pancakes. pancakes. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but because IHOP, because I, IHOP is sort of like their brand, right? They may have to get cleared. Oh, because of, of it being like a copyrighted thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just from my time in or the, trademarked or whatever, yeah. yeah. And just because of my time in corporate America, um, people do pay for this sort of thing, okay. Um, interesting. So, I'd say the certain large assurance company that I used to work for, uh-huh. State Farm, uh, um, bastards, yeah. Um, Fuck them, you don't work for them anymore, <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, Dave, <laughs> they paid to be mentioned in two cars movies. And a few Transformers movies. No kidding. And this is us. No, wow. So, huh. Because not only should State Farm make me cry, <laughs> should also make Mandy Moore cry. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Them and Ryan Adams. Um, yeah. <laughs> too soon? Um, no, well, listening to that interview a few weeks back um, made me cringe yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and especially, and I know it wasn't like, Mar- definitely wasn't Marin's fault. Yeah, it was just how it was timed. Yeah, um, but I had just also read that "Meet Me in the Bathroom" book right. by Z. Goodman, and when those allegations came out, I was like, "This doesn't surprise me," just because if the book is to be if the strokes are to be believed or pretty much anything like they, he led the strokes to pretty much heavy drug use. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, he, he was not, he, he's pretty much been a dick. A Sherpa of doom. Yeah. He's a Sherpa. Yes. (laughs) He's pretty much, he seems so nice when he was in whiskey town, but as soon as he went solo, man, yeah, he seems like a weird cat. Yeah. He's something that guy. Yeah. But yeah, that that would be interesting to know. The main office at Bad Place headquarters. And the only way through the portal is with one of these. What is that? Is that jewelry? Not that it matters. It's just some jewelry I don't have. (laughs) Can I have it? These (laughs) pens are very hard to come by. Only upper management types have them. So you guys will lay low while I get us four more. Janet doesn't need one because for portals, she counts as a carry-on. 
and <laughs> luggage. <laughs> Each a bad place disguise. And everyone who worked in the neighborhood has been sent back to their previous department. So the chances of you being recognized are very small. Mm, I don't know. This plan seems complicated. To be fair, you also once said that about an orange. <laughs> that makes sense. Apples, you eat their clothes. But oranges, you don't? Forget this plan. I say we just hook a Molotov cocktail and run through the portal. I think we should go with Michael's plan. I'm telling you, Molotov cocktails work. Anytime I had a problem and I threw a Molotov cocktail, boom, right away, I had a different problem. <laughs> All right. Yes. So I'm going to be. I think it's funny that. Uh, Jan is compared to luggage. Yes. Well, and she's she's like, I'm luggage. <laughs> Do you sometimes feel like a carry-on, Jared? Oh, boy. This is the time uh, to ask. <laughs> no, I... I <laughs> no, this... The, right now is the, is the point in time where I would say I feel like a pair of used shoes, <laughs> like worn and trodden down, no soul left. Uh <laughs> You guys got it's like that scene um I Fidelity. You guys got soul? Depends what you mean. <laughs> yep, 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 exactly. In the back. <laughs> I think it just says depends. Yeah. yeah. Um well, that depends. I'm gonna finally after all of this time, I now I'm I'm trying to look on the, the like the bright side of, of having my, my own place now. Mm-hmm. And I have owned for about well shit. I'm going to say like 17 years, I have had a big like theater uh, size poster of High Fidelity, Uh, like the like the release poster with the credits and everything on it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have never gotten it framed that and a a squeeze poster really want to have framed and a couple of the Phoenix Film Collective ones. But like the grail, like the 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 thing that I'm I am like. I'm going into a place. I am going to get that fucking thing framed. <laughs> yeah. And put that up on the wall. I think IKEA sells those. Frames? Yes. 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 Yeah, poster frames. They did. I saw them as I was wandering through the aisles today. Um, because I, too, have several. Well, because of my movie theater years, I've collected many, 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 many posters. See, I, at this point, I, that is is a like prized possession to me, and I want to have. I might want to have that one professionally done, I'm thinking. So I also have an I Heart Huckabee's poster. Oh, you bastard! Yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> you rock, rock. <laughs> <laughs> How can you not like that movie? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's... there are a lot of people who didn't. I think it's it's grown a cult following. Mm-hmm. I remember a lot of people thinking that it was too all over the place when it came out and not really getting it. Mm-hmm. And I saw it and I'm like, I get this. Yeah, it's it's sort of like I mean, if we want to tie this back to you know have the good segue here <laughs> it's sort of like in a way brings up a lot of topics and discussions that are brought up in the show yeah it's a fil- it's a philosophy film it's it's yeah. it's um it's david o russell's waking life basically yeah what, like, what waking life was for link ladder i heart huckabees is for for uh david o russell mm-hmm. and it's hilarious yeah because Mark Wahlberg is so damn good in that movie. He is. He's really good in that. That might be my favorite movie of his outside of Boogie Nights. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, I really I I love Lily Tomlin and De- and Dustin Hoffman in that mm. too. They're uh, well, you know I like Lily Jason Tomlin Schwartzman. Yeah, I like Lily Tomlin pretty much in everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, I once went down the Lily Tomlin rabbit hole. Apparently, there's this movie that she did with John Travolta that her partner wrote. Oh, I don't um, think I've seen that one. Well, no one's seen it because they it, it never came out. Well, it came out. And then it kind of disappeared off the face of the earth. So I think you can like find it like on YouTube or something. Interesting. And the name escapes me, but it's one of those me December romances thing. He had just gotten uh, done with. Um, I think it's when he was on the heels of Saturday Night Fever. Okay. And she was before or after staying alive. <laughs> oh, this is before staying alive. <laughs> um, but you know, this is like his. I think this is the introduction to his first shitty period. Okay. Um, yeah. Until he, yeah, cause pretty much for the eighties things sucked for him. Except for, was it blowout? Yeah. Blowout's good. Um, yeah. So yeah, he has that and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I think for that period, I think blah is pretty much his only good movie in the eighties. You'd be hard pressed to find that. That's, that's the Palmer, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much practically a redo of Blowout or a blow Blowout up. is the movie, yeah. but Blow Up is yeah, what what De precedes Palma it? Was. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, De Palma riffed a lot on <sighs> many things. Yes, but you know, but he does it well, so or did it well, I should say. Yes, but yeah, De Palma uh, really hasn't done anything. What was good. the last thing he did? I think he did he did some movie about the Iraq war that I haven't seen and then I remember he did a movie with Rebecca Romaine that actually was halfway decent oh um it's called like Femme Fatale oh is that the one that has also Antonio Banderas in it yes it has Antonio, Antonio Banderas Antonio Banderas yeah that one was actually pretty good Puss in but, boots <laughs> I watched Snake Eyes for some reason the other day and I, why it doesn't hold up man there's so much cool to think about the palma he's all style he's like, very much style. he's very a style guy and then just once but if the script isn't good man it just falls it doesn't apart. yeah he like he can't hold it together so if it's there has to be enough substance so that's why like blood is great Un- yeah. untouchables is great mm-hmm. um i i really like um uh, uh, he's the one who did Casualties of War, right? Yeah, yeah. I really liked that one a lot. Yeah, um, I think, is, were you the one that I had the discussion with? or her? Maybe. Yeah. Because it came out in the Michael middle. Michael J. Fox. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was a Michael <laughs> J. Fox rabbit hole. It was on this very show. This very show. Where um, but yeah, I mean, and, and we're in danger of going down it again, I'm sure. No. But Pulling us out. <laughs> uh, if, uh, that's, I mean, of that spat, spate, I guess, of uh, of vietnam films that kind of all seemed to come out during that time because you had your platoon and you had your born on the fourth of july and casualties of war full metal jacket yeah all right around that same era it seemed like casualties of war kind of got lost in the shuffle but it's got some brilliant performances in it and just on fucking pen yep yeah fucking a that guy that (laughs) that guy that guy sure shit can act (laughs) Yeah. yeah i um I like him a lot, though, once 
I, I like his acting a lot. I think he's okay too. And I heard him on Marin and just was kind of like, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he doesn't want to be known as being an actor anymore. He, he doesn't like, he just, he, he, He's he's what I like to describe as somebody who's up their own ass. Yeah, uh, and and I say this, you know, Sean Penn is one of my favorite actors. I mean, you, you know, of course, Casualties of War. You know, you've got. Uh, I I also think he's a decent writer and director. I like um, I, Crossing Guard is a great movie. Yeah, I, th- I I like the Pledge a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, 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 so, and well, Dead Man Walking as oh, far as performances yeah, go, yeah. Oh god, yeah. Um, and even his kind of when he takes risks, I like it. You, um, did you see that one? This must be the place. I think it was called. Yes. This must be the place. Yes, I liked that one a lot. It was just I this liked that movie, movie a lot. Yeah. And I thought I he did a great job in that. I um, mean. David Burns in that movie. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. So yeah. it it goes without saying. I'm going to go see it. <laughs> yeah. Um. But and I, you know what I people really hated on Bob Honey who doesn't do stuff or something like that. Whatever his his novella was. Oh, I didn't. I read it. I did not hate it as much as everybody else did. I could see why people hated it, mm-hmm. but yeah. It's hard for him. It's gonna be hard for a guy like him mm-hmm. to do something different because a, he is so far up his own ass. Yeah, um, that pretty much he's doomed from the start. Mm-hmm. And then because he's so far up his own ass, he asks people to insist on being in on whatever he's doing. Like I'm an author now. Yeah. Like, oh and, yeah, yeah. And like, but dude, like you can't. We have to talk about you being Spicoli every once in a while. Yeah. We have to talk you talk about you being in Dead Man Walking once in a while. Yeah. And we do need to talk um and we should talk about the pledge every once in a while because that's a good It's a great film. I mean, you know what, Mystic River. I liked that movie. Yeah, a lot. oh God, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So I mean, um I think so I, I'm gonna launch into a, a quick story. And then we'll get we'll get back. We'll segue back. Um, there, it'll be a good segue. But Ron Ricky, who we were just talking about, because of um, uh, you, you saw that he had co-edited a, a collection of essays on the uh, the Evil Dead. Yes. Um, and so I was in San Francisco mm-hmm. for an event for him um, for uh, post traumatic. His his book available now out on Hoot and Waddle. Go to hootandwaddle dot com slash shop or whatever, and then click on the cover for Post Traumatic, and you can order a copy of it. At Hoot and Waddle on Twitter. Yep. Oh yeah, Hoot and Waddle everywhere. Hoot and Waddle on Patreon. Support us. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Ron was telling the story of uh, being at a party in L.A. Like he had to go to somebody's house for something because he, he does this guy does fucking everything you know he he edits stuff he writes stuff he's he's also a playwright he's a he's uh uh he's got several scripts that are in production now and have won juried prizes he uh and he was out at this guy's house whose uh, movie he was working on or something I forget exactly the whole story but the um he's like 
he's feeling like nervous and kind of in his shell or something because he's he feels like a nobody mm-hmm. around all these people, one of whom was Sean Penn. And I guess at some point, like Sean Penn just started talking to him and like they had a conversation and uh, and it, it kind of pulled him in and, and made him feel welcome and all that That's sort of awesome. thing. So, yeah. So I think that he kind of, it's just Sean Penn seems like the kind of guy who would do that, who would like find the quiet guy and be like, what's mm-hmm. up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing about, I mean, it's the thing is like, I think he is a good person. I, what? Well, I'm sure Madonna would disagree. Or Robin Wright. Or Robin Wright. <laughs> um, but he seems like a guy who just seems like has this persona for, he doesn't like talking about, he doesn't like talking about his day job. Yeah. Yeah. He seemed like he would want to talk about like anything else. Mm-hmm. Like when they were talking about Nick Nolte on Marin, like yeah. that was that was a good story. That mm-hmm. was some good stuff. Yeah. I think when he doesn't have to, he doesn't like talking about his day job. Mm-hmm. So to do so. It, and I don't think he likes talking about himself. Yeah. Very much. But I think he likes telling stories. I yeah. Think he likes talking about things that matter to him. Yeah. Um, for sure. And I would dig that. Absolutely, and if I ever got to meet the guy, so I guess what we're saying is, hey, Sean Penn, yeah, come on the show, yeah. We don't. We, <laughs> we'll talk we the good place. We we may, which make you're a, not in, yeah. We'll order some pizza, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, because Spicoli. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now I want pizza. Thanks, yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, and uh, let's get back into the good place. Yeah, good segue. So she did that. Diana Tremaine. That was the name on my fake ID in high school. <laughs> Her address was 123 whatever street, Canada City, Canada. Arizona bouncers are the best. Character. <laughs> I actually dabbled in a bit of acting after university. Although mostly I just stood around while Baz Luhrmann just threw glitter on me. Ashley <laughs> Rhonda Mumps. And I work down at the hot dog factory. You need to be more specific. There are nine hot dog torture departments. Making people into, stuffing people with. Oh, stuffing people sounds fun. Is that like shoving them into the throats of vegans? Yes. <laughs> throats. <laughs> you cannot be Blake Bortles. Fine. Then I'll be Jake. Don't say Jordles. Jordles. And I oh. work in the Molotov cocktail department. Boy, you know, I thought you guys would be more worried about this. We've been knee-deep in demons for like 800 reboots now. Lying about who we are is second nature. I actually wrote something down here. Okay. So it's pretty much this is another big callback to Brooklyn Mm Nine-Nine. Just because there's always that part in the show when they go like Jake and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like come up with aliases and... Yeah. It's it's always... um, Oh, what's his name? Joel Truglio's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, No... Oh, I'm not going to remember his name. Uh, but, um, yeah. But, yeah, I know what you're saying. But, um, yeah, they always, like, he always comes up with, like, the dumb backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, clearly Jason is um, Charles. Yes. 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 He's Charles. Yes. Um, That's Joe's character. Plus, um, I, I did enjoy the... Um, once again, the another Boz Lerman reference. Yes, I like that. <laughs> I also like the Arizona bouncers are the best. Yeah, um, yeah. Canada so, City, Canada. Have you ever tried to get into a club underage? I have not. No. I, you know what? Again, I was talking to somebody about something like this today. 
Uh, oh, because they were asking about the new place and if I was going to try to sneak Susu in. Or and I'm like, no, no. I, I, you know, I hear of people trying to get their pets in without having to pay the pet rent or trying to sneak them in or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, no matter what situation it is, whether it's like cutting in line, whether it's, I, you know, whatever the situation is, I always feel like, you know, everybody else gets away with it. I'm gonna be the one that doesn't. Like if I if I cut corners, if I you know if I try to you know run through a red light, if I do you know whatever, it doesn't matter. I feel like I'm the one who's gonna get caught for something. Yeah. So I just and then you feel live like, my life accordingly. And you feel like you're gonna be the one to take responsibility. Oh yeah, it would yeah. be. Yeah, for sure. So it's it's um it's funny. Before we came over here, it's whenever Kristen listens to the podcast, she relates to you much more than she does to me. <laughs> 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 and this is yet another one of those um one of those moments where she's gonna listen and she's gonna be like that Jared <laughs> he him and I are like the same person. <laughs> That's well, okay, so so I guess I guess You're both Kristen the same is age. Your, is, we're both thirty six? Yeah, you're yeah. She yep, yeah, she you're both yep, yeah, you're both thirty six at the moment. Yeah, I'll be thirty-seven later this year. Mm-hmm. So, and um, yeah, and you, uh, I think it was this week's episode last, or we recorded it two weeks ago. Yeah, but it came but out. It this came week. out on Monday. Yeah. Um, there's the joke we made about dancing that you went dance and ah <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's that's Kristen. <laughs> I'm the one who dances, and she's the one who doesn't. <laughs> um, so it makes sense then that 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 she's your your real life wife, and I'm like your podcast wife. Yes. So yeah, you're my podcast go. wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, uh, uh, that's something to talk about in therapy uh, this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right, but I, you know what, I like. I also really like the bad place outfits i like that it's all like mad men kind of like thing well i mean i mean that's obviously that's that's what you know that's kind of how it's set up at the the very beginning of it but i gotta say i i like you know i like kristen bell's uh uh you know going back to the untouchables man yeah it's like um, that's i really i i like that style man that whole his girl friday rosalind russell kind of like you know you get a tough girl uh with the or like uh jennifer jason lee and in uh in in hot sucker proxy oh, gosh, yes. yeah yeah that's I, um that's my good place let's go grab some highballs down at the that's down let's at say, the bar. let me say that's my good place <laughs> does this suit look mannish to you <laughs> come on babe let's go get some highballs oh god oh man i love that movie i love that i i um I thought I might have been streaming, like for free somewhere, mm-hmm. and it isn't. I gotta rent it. I, I want to rent it. I have a copy of it on DVD somewhere. I'll, I'll let you borrow it to, before it gets packed up. Well, I, um, I still have your copy of Diner too. That oh yeah, that. watch that first. Yes, yeah, so. no hot sucker until Diner. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, <laughs> this is the library, man. Like I can't like watch anything else until I return the first thing. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I um, I had a VHS for a while, and then. I, of course, they don't make VHS tapes and players anymore, and so I gotta come up with a new way to view it. Yeah, so. and that's that's the kind of Coen Brothers film I love. I love Hudsucker Proxy. I love Big Lebowski. I love um, 
Miller's, Miller's Crossing and and um, uh, uh, Barton Fink. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when they get into that almost period like thing. Even though Big Lebowski isn't period, it's you know it's basically neo noir, right? Well, yeah, I mean, because that camel fucker in Iraq. Uh, <laughs> In the parlance of the film, I'm, <laughs> um, you know, direct quoting, <laughs> just saying, all right. <laughs> that that 90s decade, though, I think is, for Coen Brothers, I It's think their is, golden era. Yes. It's, I mean, they've peaked. They've done some fine films since then. I love Inside Lewin Davis. I love uh, A Serious Man. Uh, mm. I think that... Uh, uh, Oh, uh, I think No Country for Old Men is pretty great. Yeah, you know, it's. I think No Country for Old Men, as far as the aughts go for them, is mm-hmm. and just period. It may be the perfect Coen Brothers film. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. So, I mean, True Grit is all right. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't not like True Grit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Lady but, Killers yeah, is a. A disappointment. I know a lot of people so hate the levels. Lady Killers. Um, I don't think I've seen it since I saw it in the theater, but for some reason, at the time I saw it when it came out, mm-hmm. it hit, it tickled me. But I feel the same way about Burn After Reading. Mm-hmm. So. I I think Intolerable Cruelty tickles me more. Yeah. Um. Than Lady Killers does. Mm-hmm. Um. A because Clooney plays his typical yeah smart goofy idiot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and um. Like the goofy idiot lawyer and Catherine Zeta Jones is actually really, you know, really good in it. And it's got everything that I like. It's got Billy Bob. It's <laughs> um, Bruce Campbell makes an appearance. Mm. Um, which, uh, going back to Sam Raimi, like Hudsucker Proxy was like a script that they co wrote with mm-hmm. Sam Raimi. And, um, like, cause they did this, they did this movie together in. In the eighties, right? A five crime wave, which yeah. is not. I've heard good. it's terrible. It's, I haven't seen it. It's not that bad, but they filmed in Detroit, mm-hmm. so I recognize like a lot of it. Okay, and I think Hudsucker Proxy was like their next next project. It was going to be their next project, and Sam Raimi makes an appearance. I think he's one of the guys behind the um, when they're thinking about names at the hula hoop. Oh yeah. yeah. Like Goodman's in there, and then guys, guys, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> you know, for kids, you know, we put a little sand in there just to make it pleasant. <laughs> oh man, so good! I know, so good. Charles Durning in that. Oh god, I think my favorite. Well. Paul Newman, of course. Oh, fucking going, amazing! Just going, sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, just yeah. And I think my favorite, my favorite line in that thing is when the hula hoops are hit, and they said, "So you think they'll uh, like? Do you think they'll keep you on the you know as president?" I go, "Well, I don't think they hired me because I'm a schmo." <laughs> 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 I, I yeah quote that often. Yeah. <laughs> Um, speaking of schmoes, <laughs> yeah, back into the good place. Cheaty, I hate this. I hate lying. <laughs> it's not permissible. I can't do this. Oh boy. Jeez, Louise, looks like Cheaty has a real case of the Mondays. Am I right? <laughs> hey, uh, pass the NASCAR ketchup. Oh boy. <laughs> hey, buddy. 
Look, if you don't want to lie because it conflicts with your moral principles, I get it. No one's going to be mad at you. Really? No, dumbass. <laughs> I'm lying to you to make you feel better. See, sometimes lying is awesome. <gasps> Plus, I said dumbass. Oh, cursing. How I've missed you. <laughs> Our goal here is to appear in front of a judge who is going to judge us. What if I lie down here and I lose 12 points and then we get in front of the judge and I'm 12 points short? Or what if the judge won't even take our case at all because we lied to get there? Kant says that lying is always wrong and I follow that maxim. So you can't even lie to demons? They're trying to torture us, man. We're behind enemy lines. Well, principles are principles when you pick and choose when you're going to follow them. <laughs> I won't lie about who I am. Okay. I understand, and I'm cool with it. You're lying right now, aren't you? Yes, I want to strangle you. <laughs> what even is this thing? I hate suits. Remind me of court and going to court and being my own lawyer against the advice of the judge in court <laughs> and getting immediately convicted in court. I think you look nice. I think you look sexy. Here, I got you this to help your disguise. Whoa, Aww. a briefcase? Take my credit card to the hedge fund. I'll meet you at the martini store. Oh, you're <laughs> Give me the briefcase back, please. <laughs> so, Janet, you Jason get totally too. No, looks like Sean Connery and from, from it, Marshall with Love. Oh, yeah. No, he does. And Jan is his cue. Aw. the suitcase. Yeah, his sexy cue. Yeah. <laughs> not um, that, not that, uh... <laughs> Oh, what is it? Llewellyn? Ah, Desmond Llewellyn. Desmond Llewellyn. Thank his, you. Not that he isn't a fine-looking man. Yeah, the giant <laughs> hands. Yeah. Um, Golden Eye plus five. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I wrote too something about um Kant, just saying like, and you know, I probably wrote this down, but it's like, so all lying is wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like that's what she believes. Yes. Um, like he subscribes to Kant, but like it's like he can't be swayed. Maybe, and we get to it later in the episode, right? But it's like, I don't know. I just, um, trying to go back through my notes with Kant and, um, but you can't. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh boy, in the uh. in the award for <laughs> pun corner <laughs> goes to Jared. Uh. Um, Oh, so it was episode three. We do, um, there's a Boz Lerman reference in that episode as well. I wonder if yeah. it's the same writers. Um, and, uh, so I'm going to equate this to yeah. Fountains of Wayne while you're looking this up because I was talking to Mark Oxborough about Fountains of Wayne, the last several, and, uh, the, the, the last Fountains of Wayne album for Album Infinitum goes up next week, by the way, guys. Actually, same week this lands. So, it's out there. Um, but we were talking about how for every Fountains of Wayne album, it seems like they have to hit their anti-hippie song. They have to hit their workplace song. Mm -hmm. They hit their, you know, like there, there are certain, uh, there are certain like themes that they hit on every album. So what does Stacy's mom fall under? That's an outlier. Okay. We, we, we pretty much gloss over that song because as, I mean, the thing is it's a, it's objectively uh, a, a, like summer anthem catchy mm. pop like weezer type song because i'll be perfectly honest and i'm sorry i don't mean to i, I there are two um there are honestly two phones of wayne songs i know one would be that the one that the guy wrote for that thing you do 
Yeah, which, which is, is not a, technically a Fountains of Wayne song. Yes, but, yeah. but it's a damn but solid song. It's a great song, <laughs> yes. Um, and, of course, Stacey's mom. See, you need to listen. she's got it going on. She does. She does. She she does have it going on. Um, and But listen to those episodes if you're curious at all because mm-hmm. um, we we do extol their, their, their great power pop songwriters and they're, you know, really uh, lyrically, I think, you know, they don't get enough credit. There's actually, because that Welcome Interstate Managers album that had Stacey's mom on it yeah. also has just some just amazing writing, period. Um, hey, Julie is a great, great relationship song. And then if you go back to Utopia Parkway, it's got uh, Red Dragon Tattoo, which I think is one of the best, um, <laughs> the best, just great. It's a great, great song. Um, and they get, they yeah, anyway, it's worth it's worth diving into. Okay. Bounce I do like power pop. Power pop can be great. So. Can be great. So oh, did I you find what you were looking for? I think for? I found what I was looking for. Is I, I, uh, I vamped enough there talking about yes. another podcast. I did. Yes. So I see what you did there. Um, <laughs> I'm a Yeah. So, um, which by the way, when, uh, I'll be on the squeeze episode for uh, East Side Story. East Side Story. And you were on the episode for, um, for Bachelor number two. Yep. So, yep. I mean, if you like hearing me talk and, Good luck. <laughs> um, hey, you've got the most recognizable podcasting voice in first draft. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Cameron. <laughs> um, so um, it was in, I think, episode one or two. Okay. Um, where I said, can't believe that morality. This is going back. This is old school, what the fork. Well, I mean, crap. This is that what Bos- the fork. Yes. I don't, I don't oh. know what the, I, sorry. <laughs> well, like, Boz Lerman gets referenced in three in episode three. Uh-huh. Um because she was Boz Lerman's muse for a while. That's right. I remember that. And then, um, can't believe that morality is rooted in human freedom. So is Eleanor's realization that God, um, oh, wait, this is why I was thinking that we were going to be a deep show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, we're so deep. What are you talking about? Deep into Welcome Interstate Managers and Silence <laughs> of Wayne and Sean Penn. It's, um, you know what? This is a, this is a, this is a deep show. So, um, it's got layers. It's, yeah, it's like it's, an it's onion. onion. <laughs> so we go deep into Shrek. <laughs> um, That's our second Shrek reference this episode, yeah. actually. So I don't know where I was going with Kant, but um, yeah, it's just, I don't know what. Like, Few people about do. Sex. Well, oh, he's a philosopher, get it? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just that. Um, like I get that the reason why he's describing to Kant at this particular moment is yes. because, is a fine plot device. Well, I, it's the absolutism of it, right? Yes. So I just like the thing is though that I I don't know I he's not good at it, but Chini does try to spare people's feelings. Like for instance, when he he's telling Eleanor that he doesn't return her feelings of affection, mm-hmm. he tries to be you know, to sugarcoat it and so forth. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not, it, it seems like there are other instances where he's not entirely opposed to, you know, not to not the moral absolute. He's just not good at it. Yeah. And what's, what makes him such a perfect, uh, him and Eleanor, such a perfect match to say is Eleanor is direct. Yes. Bluntly. So, Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> like, no, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You look like a bad Janet, but can you act like one? I have gained a lot of new skills recently. For example, I learned how to be passive-aggressive. Totally fine that you guys haven't noticed. 
<laughs> Let's practice. Okay. I'm going to make a simple request, and you're going to give me that patented bad Janet attitude. Mm. Can I have a glass of water? Here you go. No. Let's try again. Be mean. Bad Janet, can I have a glass of water? No. I would never give you that, you dumb person. Janet, what's that behind your back? Nothing. Give it to me. It's a glass of water. <laughs> and a backup glass. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> it's okay. We'll keep working. We're here. All trains today are delayed. So there's a poster in the back. And I wrote down what it says. Okay. It is an advertisement for Pirates of the Caribbean 6, <laughs> The Haunted Crow's Nest, or something who gives a crap. <laughs> Come, playing in theaters forever. Uh, forever. Everywhere forever. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Well, uh, and the trains are all three hours late. Yep. And... um I just thought that um, this being a universal show, uh-huh. um, it was a pretty nice dig at Disney. It was, yes, that was well done. So when Disney comes up with the, or ABC comes up with their own, their version, right, their like, ripoff version, because eventually, what if sitcoms have taught me anything is that if they find one that's successful, there will immediately be several copies of it. Yes, because I want someone to just give the minions their due <laughs> because that's what universal does. They do minions and the secret life of pets. And that's about it. That's I, you know what I, I have, I actually really like the, uh, despicable me movies. Um, have you seen the third one? No. Um, actually I may not have seen, I've, I saw the first two and I saw minions. Okay. I would say the third one will, is it going to turn me on it? It may turn you. Oh, balls. I, it tried really hard and just, yeah, it just tries really hard. I don't, th- I don't know why I, you know, I, I liked the first two. I like the first one. The first one is great. I did like Kristen Wiig in the second one though. Mm-hmm. She was pretty good. She was. Kristen Wiig isn't good in everything that she does. She's so, not good. She, no, she's good. Never. She is. She yeah. Does. Okay. That's. I was. I was going to have words. Um, oh. But no, I agree. I agree. Save she them. is good. <laughs> she is good in in everything. Um, but I don't know. Like it. It. It, it was. Okay. It was. It was solid. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, they can't just. They. They beat stuff to death. Not everything needs to have a franchise. You know. Minions. I. I was even okay with. Too, even though parts of it were culturally, you know, I thought were slightly offensive to certain cultures. You mean like the luchador? Yeah, and the um, though I think it's a darn fine idea the um, the hat with the salsa. Oh yes, uh, and, yeah, which exists apparently. It's oh, real. Hmm. <laughs> until, nice. <laughs> until the <laughs> until the salsa soaks through, <laughs> um, and then you, you have salsa head. Yeah. Um, but I think Minions, I think, was just kind of overkill. There was barely a plot there. Yeah. Um, John, I mean, I'm glad John Hamm got work. Because. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Michael Keaton in it, too? I think so. I want to say he was in it. I mean, Sandra Bullock was fine. Yeah, Sandra Bullock's fine. I, I like her just fine. She doesn't. Sandra Bullock's yeah, going to be fine. fine. Movie. I, got my, be... I got my chuckles out of it. I like the Minions. But the Minions, it's, they didn't need their own film. They don't mm-hmm. talk. They're, they're good color. They're, they're mm-hmm. good. 
you know, it's, they're fun. They're these quirky little things, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was fun to, it's fun to have them in, in Despicable Me Mm -hmm. because they don't have to carry the film. But people were like, oh, Minions are awesome. So somebody in an office somewhere is like, let's make the Minions movie. Well, it's someone, it's like everything. Someone realizes they're a marketing gimmick. Exactly. That's why Puss in Boots gets his own film. Yeah, but that was good. I didn't see it. It's 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 good. Is it? Yeah, it's good. It is Antonio Banderas. Yes, he, that one was good. I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, I haven't watched it since it came out, mm. but I liked it. Mm. Um, I it's that's kind of why I dig about Pixar a little bit. Except now it's starting to now they're starting to realize that it's a marketing gimmick too. Well, uh, because but you know they started it with with Toy Story. Yeah, and then you got Cars and Cars Two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, that I that is what I like. I, that Pixar does, you know, tries things that are unique, you know, and like they did basically a silent film almost with Wally. Yep. You know, and it was wonderful. I love Wally. Um, I think Up is fantastic. Oh God, yes. such a uh, heart rending. I'm Ed Asner, mm-hmm. by the way. I I am I am Carl. <laughs> um, and. Uh, but you know, and you've seen Inside Out. Oh yeah, of course. Yes. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sadness. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I am. I am anger. <laughs> You're Lewis Black. <laughs> I am Lewis Black. Oh. I. It was. That was perfect casting right there. Yeah, that was well done. Yeah. Um. I Beckett watch Toy Story. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Um. I haven't seen any of the Toy Story films in a long time. Well, I forgot about Sid, like the kid who destroys oh. the toys. Oh yeah, and creates the like weird, creepy toys. It's it's Brave Little Toaster. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's Brave Little Toaster. <laughs> and I was surprised. Like he, I think he got bored like halfway through, mm. like when mm-hmm. he goes to Sid's house, but. He, he was surprisingly into Toy Story. Like, I was surprised he wasn't scared. I do want to go see the fourth one because of all the people that are involved in it. Yeah. But I also didn't see The Incredibles 2. Oh, it's on Netflix. You should watch it. Uh, before really it, before all the Disney stuff goes away. I yeah. See it. Do it because you're... Um, do it because it's going to be gone soon. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, also, um, I think you and I should go see Avengers Endgame. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Don't talk, Kristen. <laughs> she listens to this podcast. She doesn't have to know. <laughs> she listens to this podcast, dude. That's why I'm whispering <laughs> into a microphone. Shh, shh. <laughs> it's just, 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 just say hey, yes. Um, I am just, down. I will even be a third wheel for that. I just, don't care. Just say um, just say hey, um. Jared wants to go see Avengers Endgame. Do you care if I go? I'll be back in three hours. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, no. I mean, if if that's one where you where where Kristen wants to go, I w- I will go. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I will be seeing that. Yeah. Um. Anyways, <laughs> back to the train pulling into the bad Keep place. Walking. Keep your hands down. And you are ugly. <laughs> Just act unnatural. So, what's the saying on the speaker saying hey, about guys? being ugly? So you are you are something and you are ugly. Yeah. And it's it's. Darcy Carden just being bad Janet. <laughs> yeah. 
So, you wait here while I'll go get us some more of these pins. But what is this place? It's just a place, you know, an area or location. It's pretty straightforward. The Museum of Human Misery? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, it's a torture museum. Famous examples of bad behavior and explanations of the torture they earned. Is there a gift shop? Jason, this is hell. Of course there's a gift shop. <laughs> it's the least horrifying room. It's the hall of low-grade crappiness. First person to floss in an open-plan office? <laughs> oh. Well... She deserves to be tortured. She's a monster. This was the safest place I could think of. No one ever comes in here. Guys, if you do leave this room, you're going to see things that will haunt you for eternity. Okay. Back soon. Bye. <laughs> hey, hey! Be careful, okay? Be careful? Yeah. Oh, Eleanor. Are you worried about me? Yeah, I'm worried. I mean... Because you're our ticket out of here, genius. Don't go getting all goopy on me. Don't worry about them. I'll be fine. Okay. Aww. First man to send an unsolicited picture of his genitals. I like how it's someone in the 1800s. Yes. Plate and sarcastically say, I guess you hated it. First white person to grow dreadlocks. <laughs> I've been that guy. You had dreadlocks? No, no, no. Um, oh, the guy who said, I guess you hated it? Right, yeah. Sarcastically. I did that many times in the food that service. Wall. Why don't you roll off your mom and do it yourself, you fat dink? <laughs> Set up more of those tables. We're expecting a big crowd. You got it, you piece of butt. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Still happy I can swear now, but everything else about this is very bad. <laughs> hey, boss. I'm back. Welcome home. Axe up. Oh! New scent. Transformers. Yes. <laughs> Makes you smell the way Transformers movies make you feel. I still can't believe those jack-offs got away from us. Really so, I have a question to ask you. Yes. How does Transformers movies smell? It smells the way they make you feel. Except now Bumblebee. Have you seen it yet? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, Bumblebee's great. Bumblebee was, yeah, it's the best Transformers movie in my opinion. I mean. They the didn't, the bar was low. The bar was the low. The bar was low. I like. So it has to basically make you feel like you, uh, that you're angry that you wasted your time and money sitting there. <laughs> so uh, I. At least like the first three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know you. We but, you have I, I, defended the Transformers to, before. And I'm not here to defend it. To, you know, to to convert you to. In the way that I convert you into a Malcolmus fan. Yes, <laughs> I'm not here to. But I sort of like the nostalgia and of seeing characters that I loved and adored for about five years. Mm-hmm. Um seeing them in a live action and getting them to do things. Yeah. I was really looking forward to it. Yeah. And I, I got behind it for three movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen four and five and them and four heads moments and mm-hmm. five had no moments. Okay. Um, Bumblebee was what I've, Bumblebee was why I wanted. Exactly. It's what every, everybody who grew up with the transformers wanted the entire time. No. Um, but I guess it's like, it's like, 
if it smelled like anything, it would smell like maybe um, you're getting what you want for Christmas and then taking it back the next day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you and I have different opinions on what it would smell like. <laughs> yeah. It it's Yeah, I guess it smells like... Um, yeah, what does what does that smell like? <laughs> yeah, disappointment. This, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, basically. I drew up some extradition papers to get them back from Mindy's. I think I'll take a few of my most trusted staff, hop in the portal, file those with the judge. Quick stop for pancakes, and then I'll head on back. By the way, I'm going to need uh, four pins for my crew. It's very thorough. However. Is that where we're putting top priority files nowadays? We won't need extradition papers. <laughs> Plans are already in motion to get the humans back in a different way. Huh. Row. Yeah. Oh man. This is not good. This is not good. All right, huh. well, we can't just stand here in a group. It looks too conspicuous. I'll go with Tahani. Chidi, go with Jason. That way, Jason's unearned confidence lets him do all the talking, and you don't have to lie, okay? Come on, Diana, let's hit the bar. I'm going to get me a tall glass of piping hot corn syrup and a scooter so I can roll around the mall. It's really good. Thank you. <laughs> Order. Oh, what do you got? Soul food from Maine, bagels from Arkansas, Hawaiian pizza, of course, and... Egg salad from a hospital vending machine in Azerbaijan. Ugh. Have a terrible evening. <laughs> no way! Trent! Is that you? Uh, who else could it be? Come on, dap it out! Boom, boom! What's up? chat. Jake is my name. Molotov cocktail is my game. I think school is lame. I got a tattoo of David Blaine. What? Ooh, tight! Full towel! Full <laughs> towel! <laughs> tap, bro. Anyway, Sarah and I work together in partial decapitations. When did you leave decap? 800 years ago? Uh, something like that. I just joined a new department, toxic masculinity. <laughs> Torture internet trolls, frat dudes. Actually started his training program to prep for when the girls gone wild dude gets here. Joe Francis. The one. Legend. Rams. <laughs> get over here and meet my top dog, Trent. So, oh, man. Okay, so Dax Shepard, yes. Mr. Kristen Bell. Yes, because uh, he cannot ever not be in something that his wife does. Is that right? I think so. I think, and uh, this is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's good that, because I, I think it's really cool that they support each other. Yeah. Um, but Have you listened to his podcast? No. Okay. Um, I've listened to a couple of episodes. I actually liked what I heard. I just never got like into it, into it. I. I I have heard enough time listening to a my own podcast, let alone, <laughs> <laughs> let alone the other podcasts that I sure. listen to and enjoy. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry to you know do that to you, Jared. Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just like he um he's directed a couple of movies now. He just did Chips, right? Didn't yeah, I think yeah. Kristen has made an appearance. Did and, she? Okay. And some of them, I I haven't seen Chips because I hear by all accounts it's not good. Not good. Mm -hmm. He did another movie. About cars, okay. Um, about muscle cars, and I guess she, I think she's the star. Oh, hmm. um, but I, like, if her not in, like, I don't know when Dax happened. Mm -hmm. Like, it just, he just kind of. What do you mean up. when he happened? Like, I don't know when he became Dax Shepard. Like, I don't know when. Like, I mean, I do. It was now. in the nineties, sometime right? Or ninety, late nineties or early aughts. Mm -hmm. Like he was like on punked, right? He was on, yeah, he was on Punked, I think. 
he was in Without a Paddle, that yeah. movie with uh But did Punk happen before or after? I don't remember. Because I don't know when... Well, I mean, because I actually... The thing is that initially I did not like Dax Shepard. Oh, I didn't either. And now, I, basically, I've liked him since Parenthood. Yeah, I have never seen Parenthood. Okay. But I... um. I like him because he's married to K Bell. <laughs> well, basically, so like he, he got. He seems like a really good person. He does now. Like I guess he freely admits that he was not for some time, and he, um, he, well, because I guess what I know about him is from his Marion interview. Yeah. Um, but same here. <laughs> uh, that you know he he got sober. He got you know his shit together, and yeah. So, mm-hmm. and he's in this. Um, I think he started on Punked, and I'd never watched that show, but then all of a sudden, like, he just showed up. And I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> what qualifies him to be with Seth Green and the other guy mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. with a pal? Is that Matthew Lillard? Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is. Who's in something recently that, oh, he's in that uh, The Good Girls show. Okay. Oh, Yes. Yeah, yes, you were telling me about that. Which I, I still haven't caught all the way up with yet, but it's it's a really good show. Is it? I like it a lot, yeah. I mean, it does have um, Joan from Mad Men. In it, it does, indeed. Um, who I love. Um, yeah. So, uh, And she's also in Firefly, if I recall. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Drift off. <laughs> Back to... Good. Oh, oh there's nice. some other things I, I wrote here. Okay. Um, so um, I made the observation that a lot of things happen here at a party. Like the first episode, there was a party. Yes. And I think it was the one, two episodes ago, mm-hmm. party. Mm-hmm. Actually, the last episode before this one, there was a party. Yeah. The five of them. Yeah. That was a party. So, um, I know you haven't seen the OC yet. No, I still have not. But it feels like this is like the philosophical funny OC where shit just seems to always goes down at a party. Yeah. And in the OC, it's usually someone punches somebody (laughs) and the whole town knows that they're a crook, whore, fraud, whatever. Um... (laughs) And they're embarrassed, and it's going to affect them for at least three episodes. <laughs> so, and we're here. It's just like they they seem to be going through this over again, where they have a party, and mm-hmm. well, in the first season, or I just it's repetitive. It's a pattern. Yeah, yeah. I would like to think, and I'm probably wrong, but I think this is also a nod to Douglas Adams. And there have been nods to Douglas Adams throughout this show. Mm-hmm. First of all, like the bad place pin with the down yeah. thumb, I think that's that's a Douglas Adams. Because it's the... Because it's the hitchhiker's thumb, right? Yes. Um, turned upside down. But there is... And, and see, it's been a little while, so it might not be as verbatim as I used to be able to do it. But basically, I can quote like every Douglas Adams line. From the books, from the radio show, from the series. So when they talk about the inventing the infinite improbability drive, <laughs> they talk about um, how, like, 
there that there had been machines that were capable of finite improbability that were capable of you know doing something surprising like or doing something highly improbable um like having the uh molecules in the hostess's undergarments jump like simultaneously one foot to the left or something like that so uh and then the scientific community wouldn't stand for this not um mostly because it was uh, or, or partially because it was wrong but mostly because they didn't get invited to that sort of those sorts of parties <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i love those books i love that the whole thing that was actually on my drive back from from Portland, uh, I was playing be- because they're all available on Stitcher Premium. I was playing the the original Hitchhiker's Radio program. Sign up for Stitcher Premium. Ah, oh, god damn it! Don't <laughs> sign up for Stitcher Premium because I said this because they didn't pay for this spot. Promo Although, code Forkbys. Yeah, we'll try using that. That'll be great. Uh, maybe if enough, <laughs> maybe if enough people use it, somebody at Stitcher would be like, "What is this Fork Buddies code?" <laughs> and then they'll be like, we should support that show, which is available on Stitcher. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Maybe they'll be like, uh, purchase you uh, in a while. So, hey, Matt Gorley, if you're listening, I know you're tight with the Stitcher guys. Um, you know, uh, just you know, hook, hook, a, hook a brother up. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I listened to all of the... Uh, all of the I was there twos. I listened to uh, to of course uh, uh, James Bonding, and I'm I'm listening to uh, the the uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend podcast. So mm. you know, which that one's really good too. That's what you told me. Yes, it's um they did their AMA. Uh, James Bonding guys did their AMA. Oh yeah, yeah they recorded their right, AMA. Oh yes, yeah, yeah I, and, I listened to that. Yeah, I listened and, to that on the way to San Francisco actually. Yeah, it was fun to get the little behind the scenes of, yeah um, it was i did not i haven't listened to the rest of it but i was those guys when they do their commentaries early stuff commentaries for mm-hmm. i they they get too involved in watching yes they do and I'm like what am i doing here <laughs> so well if i'm if i'm listening to i i have only listened to their commentaries while watching the movies yeah i did I did too. I was watching it for a long time. Yeah, so I just I I, I don't know. I, I I could see not enjoying it as much as if I were listening to it without it. It's yeah. you kind of have to be watching the movie yeah. along with them, otherwise it's boring. I, I know. I was really psyched about because Magic Secret Services. Yeah, like I was psyched that they were doing it, and mm-hmm. I was like, did they just watch the movie with me? They they kind of did. Yeah, they, yeah. Well, they talk about feeling bad about it, but. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'm glad you feel bad about it, but <laughs> and I'm always happy for an excuse to watch to watch Honor Majesty's Secret yeah. Service. Yeah. Who the needs an excuse? They, the fact that they they stream them now. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, That's anyway. There's on my on my Netflix. There's like um, Sprish spy movies based on books, <laughs> 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 or, or spy or spy models based on books and. We go down the last dance, all 007 movies. <laughs> <laughs> and Kristen's like, um, like, do you think it's all Bond movies? I'm like, there could be a Bourne thrown in there just for fun. And I'm like, no, it's all Bond movies. It's all Bond movies. <laughs> <laughs> Dude's a straight beast when it comes to torture. What's up, bro? It's actually pretty choice that we're running into you right now. My top dog, Dirk, here, he got stuck with a new case. He can't crack it. Hit him with a D-money. So I'm trying to torture this guy, right? Brant? 
Brant was a total lord. He got kicked off of Rob Gronkowski's party cruise for throwing a lobster at a stripper. And then he died doing a keg stand in the back of a moving Jeep Wrangler. Anyways, we run a he couple hundred torture scenarios. I'm <laughs> seeing quite right, you know? Think we can get you to crack this nut? Well, man, how can I say no? <laughs> yeah, I know how I would say no. You know, I'd be all like, no! But, you know, I can't. So I, weird, Trent, oh, man. You're crazy. always so weird. Yeah. I love that I about just, you. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love <laughs> shoving hot dogs into people, but once you've dogged every hole, you just start to feel like you're repeating yourself. I hear that, sister. I'm gonna go take a dump. You want me to grab you one? No, I'm good, thanks. Not even a little nug? Nah, I'm aight. Aight. Damn, you're good at this. Well, hang out with Johnny Depp long enough and you're pretty good at lying. Like, no, your whole thing isn't exhausting at all. Hi there. It's a second big giant jet dig. Poop face uh -huh. guys. It's me, good Janet. I'm sorry I called you big stinky poop face guys. That's okay, <laughs> Janet. Can you dig around a little bit and find out what this event is and how long it's gonna last? I'd love to. Punch your teeth. Hey, hey, teeth. <laughs> so, um, poor Janet. What's all this? There was a reference to. Around the Gronkowski party cruise. Ah. So um, I know you don't follow sports. I do not. No, but um, you, it may have, you may have heard that Ron Gronkowski, the possibly one of the greatest Titans of all time, retired. I have not. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of Ron Gronkowski's party cruises to come up, which means hell's going to get pretty full. <laughs> In fact, I... Let's just face it, it's the sign of the apocalypse, man. <laughs> but, uh, I get think your food seen, stores now, man, because you're going to need it. I think we've seen quite a few of them, but yeah, mm -hmm. of late. Well, I was going to try to get the humans back by going through the proper channels, but then I remembered I'm a naughty bitch. <laughs> so I sent a black ops team to Mindy's to extract them. Nobody from the bad place is allowed in Mindy's neighborhood. You can't do that, Sean. It's, it's, it's illegal. Oh, no. Guys, <laughs> Michael says this is illegal. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> that was sarcasm. I had thought of that. Listen, your experiment blew up in our faces. The example I made out of Vicky ensured that everybody from the neighborhood has kept their mouth shut, but we're not out of the woods until those four are back in custody. So I rounded up some loyal friends and took matters into my own hands. Relax, Mike. This will all be over soon, and we can all head down to the museum. The museum? Yes, your neighborhood, our neighborhood, is being immortalized for its success. It's all gonna work out. I took the form of a 45-year-old white man for a reason. I can only fail up. <laughs> Let's do this. So, hey, hi. So, I wrote something down here too that like this whole like situation room thing mm -hmm. and like just everyone watching or listening. Yeah. It's sort of like that picture of when they were watching SEAL Team 6 go after Bin Laden. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like going, oh, God. Like, I'm wondering. I, I thought for a second, like, are they making, like, a statement with this? Because this, this isn't, like, an overtly topical show. But... No, I, I thought it might have been, like, a West Wing dig. Oh, okay. I don't know. Says, Maybe says not. the guy who... <laughs> yeah. I'm told I need to watch this show, this West Wing show. You still haven't... Have we talked about that you've not watched the West Wing? I have this discussion so often with Kristen that it's not even... like. I've so never... Kristen has seen the West Wing? Oh, yeah. she. So again. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is another reason why. <laughs> this is another reason why you're the same person. <laughs> so... The West. I, you've seen other Sorkin shows, right? Oh, yeah. It's just. 
I think the reason why is because I was in college at the time. I think it was popular. So I just never got around to it because I was either studying or working. Okay. And I didn't understand it's on Netflix. But it was on Bravo, like all the time for the entire aughts. And then it's been on Netflix for years now. Dude, I just got caught by Frasier, man. Uh, that should be your next binge show. Is, is West Wing? Yeah. So, but I'm watching Shit's Creek right now. So, and then <laughs> I just finished, Ar- oh, I finished Archer uh, season eight. Yeah. Which it, we discussed was disappointing. It's disappointing. I think it finishes all right. I think that, that once they get, once they get rolling. It just took so long. Yeah. Man. Yeah. When we do Basically, Archer once Archer takes the wings off the plane, yeah. I feel like it takes off from there. Once we do Archer and Bombs, I mean, we're going to just be just digging into that. Yeah. Season. Yeah. We're going to have to have. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, that is it. Like, the. I don't know. Just what I saw, like, we were discussing it was. I saw what they were trying to do, mm-hmm. but there wasn't enough Lana. Right. Um, Krieger was a bird who couldn't do that got annoying that yeah. was annoying mm-hmm. and I, I like how um oh what's her name um the the crazy gal which one um not I'm the one pam to, not yeah pam um pam's best when she bounces off everyone else including archer i didn't like seeing them bounce off each Oh, like the entire time. The entire yeah, time. Yeah. Pam is better when she when like, she gets to toss in the one liner. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like Pam. I, I always like Pam. Mm-hmm. Pam's my favorite. Pam's my favorite too. Yeah. Ah, oh, shit's next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, those bro demons over there think I'm some kind of great torturer, and they want my advice on how to torture someone. Jason is stalling by ranking MMA ring girls with them, but I have to do something. <laughs> Eleanor, are you wearing glasses now? Help me! You know the answer, dude. Lie your ass off. If Rhonda can do it, you can. You know I once shoved a hot dog right down the throat of the legendary John Wayne. She even named Robson Hill. I told you, lies have consequences. I will have contributed to someone's eternal torture because I disobeyed a basic Kantian moral principle. I'm going to be sick, and I don't want to go back to the bathroom because they put mirrors in the toilet, and that makes you really confront what you're doing. (laughs) Sit down. Take a breath. Rub your lucky bookmark. Hear me out. What if lying is ethical in this situation? What if certain actions aren't universally good or bad, like Jonathan Dancy says? Jonathan Dancy, are you talking about moral particularism? We never even covered that. You read on your own? <laughs> because I'm a straight potty, I can't read philosophy for fun. Look, moral particularism says and this there is where are no falls in love. rules that work in every situation. Like, let's say you, you promised your friend you'd go to the movies, but then your mom suddenly gets rushed to the ER. Your boy Kant would say, never break a promise. Go see Chronicles of Riddick. Doesn't matter if your mom gets lonely and steals a bucket of Vicodin from the nurse's closet. Real example. Yep. But a particularist like me... I'm one now, I just decided, would say, there's no absolute rule. You have to choose your actions based on the particular situation. And right now, we are in a pretty bonkers situation. (laughs) I don't think I can change what I believe just like that. And I didn't think I would ever be at a cocktail party in literal 
hell, lecturing my teacher slash ex-lover about moral particularism, but life throws you curveballs, bro. And need I remind you, it was doing things your way that made you end up here. Ma'am, get back over there, dog. Damn, you got that good stank. <laughs> right back at you, bud. Smash you later. Let's roll. <laughs> because of course. Yep. <laughs> Oh, first one to say, well, actually, to a woman. Hey, but ass, but ass. How long is this stupid <laughs> event supposed to last, anyway? They're unveiling the exhibit in ten minutes. Then everyone will get drunk and poke each other with hot sticks, and then it'll be over. Farts. <laughs> Farts. Uh oh. Where'd she get an iPhone? Walkie-talkie mode. Doesn't. Oh yeah, Jane always walks around with the iPhone. Clear's house. <laughs> this is so exciting. I hope everyone gets hurt. <laughs> Entering the bedroom. Oh, yeah! Ow. Oh, uh. God, this feels so weird! Here we go. Oh, do some coke off my butt. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 who are you guys? Oh, friends. Hi, I'm Derek. Where are the humans, and who is Derek? Me is Derek. These are my wind chimes. Oh, 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 my wind chimes like you. The only people here are Mindy St. Clair and an unknown male with a genital deformity. <laughs> Humans are not here. Where is Michael? Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Hey there, Mike. Oh, hey, Lance. Looking good, buddy. Lose some weight. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Listen up, people. We need to find Michael and we need to be discreet. You, search from the spastic dentistry department down through disembowelment. You, cover children's dance recitals through holiday weekend Ikea. Go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. So... Yes. Bird dog and some tail. Guy, what you got uh, for me, Trent? You've just been to IKEA today. I, I was at IKEA today. How'd it go? I basically speed walked through the entirety of IKEA. Yeah. Yes. Well, I was per, I, the one of the main reasons I went there was because I know that they have um, small room layouts or small space layouts. Yeah. And I am moving into a small space. Mm -hmm. So. Did you find inspiration? Uh. Yeah. Nah, I don't have a style. I, I, I just, I, 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 when all this furniture gets put together with the Allen wrenches and, uh, <laughs> and, and goes up in my new place, I don't think any of it is the same, like, color palette. I was just like, <laughs> oh, that'll work. Oh, that'll work too. Oh, that's going to work. And then, <laughs> I like how that lamp looks. And then I just threw it all in a fucking cart and walked through the, the thing. So, yeah. How long did you spend there? Not long. I spent like maybe an hour there. That's impressive. I'm saying. And did you get any Swedish food? I did not. I I'd just, say that yeah. meatballs wouldn't appeal to you, but I'm, no, no, no. I'm assuming that. But I, I saw an advertisement for some sort of cream cake thing, and I was like, "Keep walking." <laughs> there, um, uh, there was they have like a yeah, it's donuts, I think, or something. Their donuts are good. Yeah, I will. You know, they they have some vegetarian options. I have I have partaken of the, um, the the cafeteria or whatever, and I have also partaken of the food, uh, the you know the Swedish market and whatever. Yeah. But this time I was like, nope, I got limited time. I know exactly what I'm looking for, and yep. That's nice. I, the only time I paused was to see, you know, which day beds were the most comfortable and then what chair would be a comfortable one. Um, I, this might actually become the guest chair. I found a really nice, um, a, a great, a, it's going to be a great chair for playing guitar because there's no 
there's no arms to it. So. That's great. I endorse this. <laughs> <laughs> that chair looks comfortable. This one? Yeah. It's not bad. It's it's got a nice back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, you know what? That's cushioned. Barely. <laughs> Feel like my ass is gonna fall anytime soon. I'm gonna do like a Mickey Mouse or something, <laughs> falling out. Uh, well, all right, there you go. Yeah. But I mean, it's I mean, don't want that deterred. That's anyone. the first time you've ever complained about that chair. I don't, don't, I don't think I've ever complained. I generally don't complain, period, because a I get to co host a show, a podcast with with me, with you. <laughs> What's your, I mean, this is like. I know everybody should be so lucky. I know everyone should be so lucky. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. So, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that can only last for so long. <laughs> anyway, well, peep this, dog. You really want to torture this dirt bag? You give him books. I'm serious. This one time, I was assigned this a uh, chick that I, I had to torture, and I just couldn't figure it out. And then I realized. She hated books, so I just gave her mad books to read round the clock. Books like Exploded? No, 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 no. Uh, they were just, you know, uh, regular moral philosophy books. You know, everyone hates moral philosophers. That is true. <laughs> I know it's wild, but, you know, sometimes you got to think outside the bun. Ah, uh, sick Taco Bell rev. Very nice. <laughs> but I don't know, man. It sounds kind of lame. This guy's the best, really? Yeah, you know, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh! Oh, that's what you get for questioning Trent, the torture master. He got you so bad. He did. He did. Nice job, bro. All right, you've convinced me. I'll give him books. Hey, you two. Get your ugly necks over here. Guys, I found something I like something how one of the guys has a... Um, right now. All right, everybody, gather. Has like one of those ear clips for... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I guess he's going to call you, dude. Yeah, no, nobody. But that's, I mean, I apologize to you fork buddies that might do this, but the person that just walks around with the freaking Bluetooth thing, so annoying. Well, you know the new thing now is those AirPods. Yes. Yeah, what is that? So they're not just listening to something? No, Um. that's the new... Blue, I think to that's me, the new Bluetooth. Clip? I think that's the new Bluetooth clip. I think uh, I saw somebody at work doing that the other day. Well, there was an art, and I caught the headlines. So I didn't actually read it, but that's like those things cost like 150 bucks. Yeah, yeah, and like it's just pretty much like, hey guys, see how much money I have? <laughs> I have AirPods. I'm listening to. Is it the new Beats? It's the new. Yeah, it's the. I don't know. It's like. Cool, you get to listen to Ariana Grande all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they do, you, they do look a little douchey. I'm gonna say, do they a little bit? Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't spend 150 bucks on something that my kid would get put size of thing that my kid could put in his mouth. Oh yeah, because then that would be a hundred and fifty dollar dump. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hopefully, we've all been waiting for. What do we do? Just don't draw attention. Whatever this is, it'll be over in a second. We can sneak out the door. Feast your eyes on the newest exhibit here at the Museum of Human Misery, the residence of neighborhood one two three five eight W. Oh, oh. Like. This game-changing experiment chose four humans and 
had them torture each other. It's already led to major breakthroughs in the future of our industry. Now, obviously, we couldn't get the actual four idiots as they're off being tortured. So we've cooked up the next best thing. Want to meet them? Yes. I'm Tahani Aljamil, a vainglorious attention seeker with enough jealousy to power Elon Musk's underwater mansion. <laughs> which I've been to, by the way. <laughs> I have, actually. It's remarkable. It's remarkable. <laughs> I'm Chidi Anagonye. Or maybe I'm not. I can't decide anything. Or maybe I can. Ah, I can't decide. My stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs> what? They kind of nailed it. I've heard you say all that stuff. I'm Eleanor Shellstrop. I mock others to distract myself from the emptiness inside me. That's fair. That's a fair hit. I'm Jason Mendoza. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> hey, where so, you oh, how do you. So, of course, this is better than the roast that Michael attempted. Yes. The other thing I wrote just because those statues, those animatronic things are creepy as as hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Hall of Presidents. Yeah. I, no, it's creepier than the Hall of Presidents. Yeah. I think. Oh, with the lights and everything? Oh my gosh, like the things on their necks and stuff. I thought that was kind of cool looking. I think it's creepy as hell. Hmm. In fact, you know what? And I wrote here um you're a child of the 80s yes. at some point. Did you ever watch the Punk Keepers or Halloween episode? I know I watched Punky Brewster, but I, 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 that's the, the specificity of that episode is not. So I'm gonna gonna lay it on you. Okay. So try to be brief here. So um, Punky Brewster and her foster dad decide to go camping on a ancient Indian burial burial ground okay. with their friends or mm-hmm. her friends, and at one by one, sort of like kind of like it <laughs> they get some weird sunday night primetime torture thing happens to them okay at the end when um punky is confronted by the the big boss villain at the end of this ancient indian burial ground mm-hmm. her friends are are mummified in rocks oh wow like looking very similar to those um things those those robots <laughs> uh-huh. those animatronics and like it traumatized That's pretty intense for a kid's show like it traumatized six-year-old me or huh. seven something may have been seven or eight but it's like fork buddies if you I bet you can youtube it oh yeah you can youtube i've i've gone back and i've re-traumatized I've, yourself I've re-traumatized myself <laughs> uh, a couple of times because every once in a while i'll get like Man, I wish different strokes was still on, or okay, or I'll be like, man, wasn't Silver Spoons like the greatest show <laughs> of the nineteen eighties? And then I'll look good. back and Little I'm like, Rick Schroeder, yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, that's like if I couldn't have the loft from Big mm-hmm. Tom Hanks's loft from Big, I would want Rick Schroeder's bedroom. I would want the Strand Mansion yeah. with the train and the, oh yeah, that was pretty sweet. <laughs> and the video games and that was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. I have to concur. So. Yeah. All right. But yeah, it's it's creepy, dude. <laughs> I'll have to check that smell out. Smell loud and confusing. No time to explain. We gotta go. I got you smell <laughs> that loud and confusing. Oh, my boy Transformers. Trent? And isn't that Rhonda Mumps? There he is. Whoop. And he's got the humans with him. All right, let's just uh, back up here. What do we do? 
This. So fast. <laughs> they still can't do a decent fire effect. Still not. Yeah. Hey, Helen, but that pocket square. Yeah. yeah. Came in handy. Okay, great. No problem. Tahani's run. Are you seeing like her? Yeah. Look how she runs. She's gonna use her arms. Here, put the pins on your lapels. Okay. Okay. You didn't give me a pin, man. I don't have one. Okay, okay, hang on, hang on. Hey, where's Janet? No time to wait for her. You three go. Now, now. <sighs> Portals! <laughs> Any day now, man. Hey! Hey, guess what? I just solved the trolley problem. Remember? thought experiment where you're driving the trolley and you can either plow into a group of people or turn and hit one person. I solved it. It's really great, but I don't think now's the time. See, the trolley problem forces you to choose between two versions of letting other people die, and the actual solution is very simple. Sacrifice yourself. What does that mean? You look after the others. They need you. No. Step away from the portal! Goodbye. No, no, wait, wait! Aww. Hey, boss. What's up? So they can't do fire, and they can't do the Stargate. <laughs> I, I liked that effect, to be honest. I mean, and also, you're focused on their great performances in that moment. That's true. I fucking Ted Danson, oh, man. man. He just took those heartstrings in his hands and yanked them. Oh, I got a little for Clint. A little bit, man. Just even sitting here right now, it's, oh, man, I finally solved the trolley problem. It's just like, oh, Ted Danson, can you be my dad? No. They ain't had the solution in Wikipedia. <laughs> no, you needed Ted Danson to solve it. I know. You sacrifice yourself. It's just, it's so good. Such a great, Okay, and Jason says Bortles, right? Yeah. Because Blake Bortles. And the first time I saw that, I thought he was saying Portals, because then I was thinking of the game Portal. I'm not familiar with this game. So I've I've played Portal a little bit. I've played Portal 2 all the way through, and I love it. I'm not a huge gamer. Mm -hmm. In fact, I rarely play uh, games at all. Uh, But but, um, Portal 2 features... The voice talents of uh, I think it's Stephen Merchant. The, the, <laughs> I mean already. <laughs> yeah, uh, and also, um, uh, shit. Well, now because we've been talking about the Lady Killers, I'm only going to be able to think of that. Um, but he also does the insurance commercials. Sometimes. J.K. Simmons. Thank you. God damn it, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, yes. he's he's a he has voice IBS. As well. Yes. Yep. <laughs> And a a trunk full of Mother Joneses. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Um, And it's just it's a it's it's a funny script throughout. It's it's fun to play because it's all like logic and puzzles and everything. I'm I'm not on board with with not. I don't think that video game violence is. I'm not like against it morally. Mm -hmm. I just I'm not a fan of playing it. So. so that's my speed is like these sort of more quirky, fun puzzle game kind of things. 
So you don't watch the Goldbergs, do you? Yeah, we haven't started yet. Have I you? haven't started yet. It might be one that I tackle because so, of the Myra connection um, and uh, Andy Secunda. But yeah. So in I think it was like an episode or two ago, they go to a video game thing mm-hmm. like where you, where Adam, the main character, comes up with a like a logic game, and it's all about his family. Ah, but the reference is these leisure shoot leisure suit Larry. <laughs> 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 That's pretty great. Which I distinctly remember my father having. Leisure suit later. Back when we had Commodore 64s. Oh wow. That's great. That's it was hysterical. like a it was like a mature game, but where you were promised boobs, but you never got them. <laughs> um Yeah, I, I just I again you know, I haven't grown up, I guess, when I did. I just video games were always supposed to be escapism, as far mm-hmm. as I remember. And you know, when you get hyper realistic, it loses its escapist feel to me. That's I had like I remember just coveting wanting always wanting a Nintendo or an original NES. Yeah, and I liked playing NES because it was fun and yeah. Um, and then of course I got like a Super Nintendo because I mean Paul Rudd, <laughs> <laughs> um, doing his commercials. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't even think I even played anything like hyper violent. I think I just played Sim City over and over again. Sure. And racing games. And then I had an Xbox and even then, like I didn't even have I think the most violent game I had was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was, again, I don't mind violence. Yeah. I just I just preferred it when it was pixelated. Yeah. You know? I liked my blood in these bright red, you know. Yeah. Castle Wolfenstein, yeah, and Doom stuff and... like that, yeah, yeah, stuff where it's like I don't know, whatever. So, but we were raised like in Carmen, San Diego. And... <laughs> That's right. To Oregon Trail, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. That's right. Um, I wanted to comment on the the guy's performance, who's like the compare the the kind of game show. Uh, oh, yeah. on because he's been in a lot of stuff and he does usually pretty decent impressions and that sort of thing and he's usually pretty funny his performance seemed off to me like i don't know if he was, he was trying to go for a generic game show host guy it seemed like he was trying to a little bit but he, he i've never seen him before i don't think but I, he's in if you like look up his imdb he's been around for a long time okay yeah but so he, he um just seemed off to me yeah he kind of reminded me. Um, have you watched the Joker trailer yet? No. Is this the one with De Niro in it? Yeah. The one with Marin in it. With Marin. Well, Marin doesn't make an appearance in the trailer. In the trailer. Okay. Um, but the him introducing the creepy Punky Brewster mm-hmm. Halloween episode, like guys, it's Sarah like scenes from the trailer because Robert De Niro is like a looks like he's playing like a Carson type. Okay. Like it, it looks like it's. Is this a Todd Haynes film? It's a Todd Todd Phillips. Phillips. Yes. Okay. Um, it looks like Wrong it's Todd. his riff. Yeah. It's like if Scorsese did the King of Comedy. Oh, to the with the Joker. Interesting. Lit by Christopher Nolan's writing director. Huh. 
I'm I'm actually I'm excited for that one. I it takes mm-hmm. a lot to get me excited about a DC film, and and that mm-hmm. one looks. I, I'm interested because of the actors in it, and not just because of Mark Mayer. I that's pretty it's much Joaquin Phoenix and 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 Robert De Niro, and yeah, that's they pretty much what sold me on it was yeah. the fact that Mark Maron is in it. No, oh. <laughs> like that. It seemed like a bad idea when I first heard it, mm-hmm. and then um, it does look like one of these. Like it does look like a late seventies, early eighties Scorsese film. Gotcha. Um, that's exciting. One, of course, then De Niro was the king of comedy. Right. So. That's a lot of people are saying Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking King of Comedy. Interesting. Um, and you see a lot of Joaquin Phoenix in his undies. <laughs> so I mean, it could be the Fisher King, at, but yeah. not, not funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. I'm sick to see it. I mean, it's it's our boy. It's yeah. Papa Marin. Yeah. So I, you know, obviously things are ramping back up. We're getting towards, you know, towards the end of the season. We're getting into the, uh, we're getting into the portal. They're going through the IHOP. Mm-hmm. I, I loved this episode. Yeah, it's. I thought it was fantastically well done. It was. I mean, it's a plot-heavy one like the one from a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Um, but I had... And so it's like everything still is coming together. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a lot more notes. Like, I took a, like two pages of notes mm-hmm. in this episode. You prepped, man. I you well, prepped. That's that's why I'm your co-host, Because <laughs> you like someone who's prepared. I do. Yeah. Yeah. To balance out my unpreparedness. I am... I'm the tango to your cash <laughs> <laughs> or the cash to your tango, whichever way it goes. Am I, am I in this situation? Am I, uh, uh, I am uh, the Danny Glover to your Mel Gibson. Oh, hang oh, on. No. No. no, we can't do oh, bad that. Night can't more. do that. Um, because, uh, uh <laughs> yeah. semitism Uh, it's, uh, but I, I gotta say that new Mel Gibson movie looks pretty good. Which one? Isn't the one where he's like in a car or something like that? I don't, I'm describing it more. You know, the one where Mel Gibson is in the car. I don't know. I don't remember the name of it. I don't. I, but I saw a trailer for it. It looked decent. I um, don't know what you're referring to, but I'm intrigued. Uh, I don't know. He keeps trying to come back and put this shit behind him, but he was just horrible. Well, so. Yeah. I. It's never like. I liked him in Lethal Weapon. Maverick. Yeah. Maverick's good. Um, but no, I, I, I'm just, I'm assuming that in this case, I'm the Kurt Russell to, um, to my salon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's been a while since I've seen Tinko Cash. Yeah. So I was thinking I would be, you'd be the rigs to my Murtaugh. It's like sure. the weapon. Sure. Yeah. But. Except I would, I think I'm the one who would be saying, I'm getting too old for this shit. Says. <laughs> so the guy who's five years older than you, but <laughs> five years younger. I'm five years younger. You're five. I'm five. Yeah, but yeah. And I'm getting too old for this shit. But I, the thing is, I was born too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, sir. All right. Let's wrap it up. Let's let's sign off with our emails and stuff this time because we didn't bring that up at the beginning. It's and been so long. Have we gotten anywhere? Have we done our? You know what? I haven't searched thing. for the hashtags. So, well, where's my phone? Well, we'll look. So you have another episode 
basically another week to kind of weigh in on the hashtag egghead or hashtag messy bench. Uh, and we'll, we'll make a point of, of checking this next week's episode. Yeah. I can't put it too close to the mic. Exactly. Not. Cause it'll buzz. So yeah. we'll have to prep that. Um, but that's cool. We'll do it. And, uh, at what the fork pod on Gmail and Instagram. Yep. What the fork pod at gmail.com. Um, did I say did I say Gmail twice? I meant Twitter. Twitter, Twitter Instagram, Instagram at whatthefuckpod what the at uh, Hoot and Waddle everywhere else. Instagram's getting popular, man. Is it? Yeah. Instagram's getting popular. I had all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> so follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and um, and um, I'm at Jason E. Kyle, K-E-I-L on the Twitters. I'm at LTD underscore engagement. Uh on twitter as well that's huh? where that's where we have say hi to us yeah come to us with Shout your thoughts out. exactly recognize us in bars yes <laughs> or bookstores voices yeah cool all right peace out fork buddies keep it sleazy <laughs> take it sleazy take it sleazy oh darn it This has been a Hoonwaddle production. If you enjoyed this podcast, why not check out one of our other fine podcasts available from Hootenwaddle.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any number of podcast apps. If you'd like to support Hootenwaddle and get access to an exclusive member-only podcast, receive discounts on merch, and more, go to patreon.com forward slash Hootenwaddle.